Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Maver Podcast, episode 126. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful guest. To my left, he is the coupon cutie, the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. Yes, let's talk wrestling today, man. And joining us today, you know him, you love him, you might hate him. He is a WWE simp. He is the Pinoy powerhouse, the COVID cutie, Byron Pagdalao. What's up, gentlemen? How are you guys? You're looking very studious today. Yeah, man. Nerd alert. alert. (laughs) (laughs) Dick couldn't be here today. He uh, he punched he punched another wall, guys. The uh, wall got him back. The, the, wall, <laughs> the wall gave him a receipt. So uh, R.I.P. Dick. We'll see you next week. Uh, how's everyone doing, man? You guys have a good week? Yeah, busy Chill, week, man. Super busy. Your boy went out and got himself a job, uh, which is very exciting. If you guys need solar energy, come at me because I will hook it up. It's the way of the future. It's a way to save money. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Solar Energy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but get at me if you need solar panels on your roof. Um, it's a great deal. I mean, save money. Why not? Uh, anyways, uh, we have a we have quite a bit to talk about on the show this week. Uh, so before we get into any of that, you know we got to give it up to our sponsors. And we need to send our deepest s- condolences to the late, great LaPelia. LaPelia had a great run, and uh, they're closing up shop. I don't know what the future holds for them, but Jonathan and everyone down there at La Pelia, we look forward to seeing your next venture. So, unfortunately, our promo code no longer will work in La Pelia. If you guys slept on them, if you weren't subscribed to their Instagram, you might be able to. You might be able to go in there and get some of those $10 shirts that they were selling, uh, $10 hats, everything clearance, liquidated, for sale. So go check them out, LaPelia.com. Also... Go check out our friends at Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Brand on Instagram. I mean, when when one door closes, another one opens. And Grudge Match is there to be facilitators for the wrestling merch that you're looking for. Go check them out. Turn on them notifications because you know they're dropping hot fire each and every month. And also, you make sure you go check out PutMeOverPodcast.com for all of your Put Me Over Podcast wants and needs. We got shirts. We got stickers. We got phone cases, you name it, we got it. Get yourself a t-shirt with Dick's face on it. Send your condolences. Press F to pay respects. And also, uh, use our promo code KOFIFOREVER for 15% off your order there. If you're going to go to Grudge Match, use our promo code PUTMEOVER so that website will put you over and you get 20% off your entire order. Oh, man. I got a really good shirt idea. What do you got? We should have the, the we should have the wall Giving a receipt to Dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gotta find that the little hole on the wall. That would <laughs> the be epic. Looking o- like the, the, the wall looking over him. <laughs> There's a video clip of Dick's damage, right? That one time, there is for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think I still have it in the archives. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots to get into this week. We have um, stuff happened on Raw. Stuff happened on SmackDown. Talk of the town. AEW. Uh, we have a lot to talk about this. Me and Byron have been putting, butting heads about this, and uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about war games right now for a little bit. Or do you want to get into the news? Let's let's go over war games real quick. What did you guys think of the show? Byron eking out a victory for the Put Me Over Championship. Congratulations, your new champion, Byron Peck. Don't be honest. You, you won by one. It was a very close one, though. It, it was, was, a, very it was a bunch of risky picks there, and they actually paid off. 
Yeah, the, yeah. A lot of them paid off. I thought I thought I had it uh, going into that last match, uh, but you know, undisputed era. I was dumb to to bet against them. Um, it's weird. I get all the all the hard ones, and I get and I miss all the easy ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, strong card overall, though. I thought I thought the matches pretty much delivered, especially the two war games matches. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and, and Timothy Thatcher also had a really good straight up wrestling match. Uh, what'd you guys think of of everything? I thought it was another takeover. It, it was obviously lived up to the standard of takeovers. Um, yeah, I don't think there's ever going to be a bad takeover. Was there an MVP on the night for anybody? Ooh, that's a tough one. Pete Dunne for sure. Pete Dunne Pete came Dunn, out looking fast wrestler, dude. He's so fucking good. He came out looking like a superstar, huh? Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly actually held it down too for his part. Um, I thought Kyle O'Reilly did good. Pat McAfee, dude, this guy is good. He's a legit thought wrestler. <laughs> Shit. Legit. Also, I mean, we got to see him in a legit match, like a, a straight up match, but. Gimmick matches? This guy, this guy puts on a show. He's really he good. The Panama Sunrise. I'm like, damn, he took it well too. Off the top rope, right? Yep, he jumped off. Well, uh, what's his name? Adam Cole jumped off the top rope and got him. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. That... Uh, you gotta, you gotta think about it. He's in there with legit pros, the best, right? and um, the best. So I, I doubt anything bad would happen, and like he'd actually get hurt. But he still put on a clinic, and he, it was a amazing match it was an amazing match moment of the night for me was uh io shirai putting herself in that trash can and just jumping off the top of the cage that was insane she <laughs> she took a lot of damage dude her and uh candace both i think candace maybe more so that that I, apparently she left with a broken arm from war games oh my god i'm not uh, yeah, surprised about that yeah so give it up to the nxt for delivering on an yet another takeover show uh, Leon Ruff, no longer the NXT North American champion. I saw that coming. Um, and I also saw Johnny Gargs getting that win. Um, not sure where they go from here, but I knew he was going to get some help from those Ghostface. But Damian Priest is legit the Ghostface killer. Because he spent more time in, the, in that match trying to fight off these Ghostfaces uh, than anybody. Yeah, it's funny. I love that whole, that whole... I think Gargano's new gimmick of being like some fucking weasel is fucking working for him. I love it. I yeah I, I mean obviously as a baby face he's legit but this little weasel <laughs> Johnny Gargano <laughs> is is, uh, is really entertaining and now they have a stable um, who is it Austin Theory yeah and uh, the the big Hispanic woman uh, what is it? Mercedes what's her name something uh, Martinez or whatever no I, I I can't remember her name right now Indy Hartwell is that her name yeah that's, yeah, yeah. that's the one yeah. 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 But yeah, good job, NXT. Great job. Um, let's get into the news. Um, let's get into some Bob's dirty news. Bob's, 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 Bob's. Take it away, Bob. All right, here we go. So we got some feel-good news. Uh, major wrestling podcast. They donated 7,000 wrestling toys uh, Whoa. recently. Yeah, they, they keep going up and up. I think the first year they did it, they had like somewhere around 2,000. And then the second year, they had somewhere around 4,000. And this year, it was all the way up to 7,000. 
that are shooting for ten thousand next year and um over know, nine thousand. Yeah, over nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, dude, that's awesome. Some, some names that were involved with it was MJF, Taz, Tommy Dreamer, uh, some of the guys from the Dark Order. Um, they helped facilitate and get some donations going. Um, so it's pretty cool. Uh, good on them. 15,000 over three years. That's pretty cool. Those toys are going to be awesome for little kids that are going to be growing up and watching wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially in this kind of, in this year, people, you know, not making the funds that they might've made for Christmas last year. Christmas is going to be kind of light. So it's good that uh, these guys are giving back and getting some wrestling toys in the, into the hands of uh, kids, you know? Right. Good um, for them. I'm, Nothing to say about that. That's just a great deed. I'm happy. Yeah, it's just some feel-good news. We've been having some bad news always, so it's always good to have some some positive notes. Yeah. All right, now hit me with some bad um, news. We got AEW news with a New Year's uh, smash. I guess it's going to be a two-night uh, thing. Um, second night is going to have an announcer, special guest, Snoop Dogg. Snoop-a-loop. <laughs> Cashing in, bro. He's a really good commentator, though, as you guys talk Tyson fight. You know that Tyson fight? Snoop was holding it down. Right. Like P.O.P. Dude. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was so good. Like, he his his comedic uh, timing on the Tyson podcast was so key. It was so perfect. It was exactly what they needed. So you got AEW doing a New Year's Smash, and you have NXT doing an NXT New Year's Evil. They're keeping this this war. It's not over. No, nope. it looks I like think it's, it's pretty good. The good thing about that war, though, they're both kind of for different people, especially yeah. specifically Wednesday. You know what I mean? The the style of wrestling show you're gonna get is very different from you know, yeah, NXT and AEW, which the, is kind of good for the battle. I think professional wrestling on Wednesdays. Sports entertainment on Mondays and Fridays. Right. And I guess Tuesdays. Even though AEW is pretty sports entertainment recently, to be honest. We're getting there. To be honest. And we're going to get into that, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) They've been having some uh, celebrities, let's say. (laughs) Part of it. I mean... It's not a... It's not a guest guest host every week, but yeah, I I hear what you're saying. Uh, What else we got, Dick? Or Bobby. What are you or, talking I mean, to? Bobby. Sorry, I went into <laughs> autopilot for a second, dude. I was just calling um, you a dick, and I wasn't calling you Richard. I was what's up, dick? What's up, dick? <laughs> uh, in other news, we have Keith Lee getting sent back to the Performance Center for more training. What? Does Keith Lee actually need it? I posted this to the Instagram, and, um, you know, not by your many comments, but people liked it, and they under- they saw it. So what do you guys think? Why it wasn't only Keith Lee though, right? It was other guys, right? So it was like Otis and then uh Omus, uh AJ's bodyguard, and like a, one other guy. But I mean the biggest name is Keith Lee. Like, does he actually need to go back? Unless he's going to help um get these guys that can't work as big men. I don't see why he would need training to go down there though. What it- well, the thing was specifically it was from Vince that these guys need to go back to the performance center and get some some training. And Why aren't we sending Nia Jax down there? Why well, is that's it? a good question. Why why are we sending Keith Lee, who hasn't injured anybody, and yet Nia Jax is here as a champion, mind you, 
fucking up literally in every match. I, yeah, I have a lot of uh, thoughts on this because it could be taken in a lot of different ways. You guys see, you guys seen the the Keith Lee special, right? And I, I think you posted it, right, Bobby? I loved it. Like, that moment. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, this isn't a bad thing. I don't think uh, for Keith Lee because I look at it in a, uh, from a perspective of constructive criticism because I'm a as a coach, like when I coach my kids or when I assess talent, uh, I'm going to be, if there's a certain level of expectations for certain people, it's always different, right? So you have a different expectation for, you know, a jobber and a main eventer. And I think what Vince is, I don't know what he's thinking, but I can see him thinking like, dude, you have superstar potential, right? I need to see more. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, like, you know, as an example or comparison, when I see like elite talent from some of my kids, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to ride those kids extra hard. Yeah, because their their ceiling is so much higher than everybody else's. And it's it wouldn't be it'd be cool just to get by and be nice. But some people maybe respond to that. And you saw Keith Lee response. Like he said, he was, he was ready to run through a wall after that. That so, was on his debut. Right, right. This I'm, is but, now. You're saying yeah. like in that gap that he still needs to, uh, like performance help. Yeah, and I think it's maybe it could be Vince seeing that he that, could be the next crossover superstar or whatever. Let me. And I let think me, he's just writing him. Let me That's, put this into perspective. Do you think Braun Strowman is better than Keith Lee? Uh, hell nope. no. <laughs> I guess. And why in, isn't why isn't he sending him back to? I mean, Braun Strowman was on the top of his game <clears throat> earlier uh, earlier this this year, even last year. He was top of his game. I mean, I think to answer that question, I think it's more of he. Uh, I mean, if I was Vince, I'd probably see it in the sense that Braun is already kind of reached his. <laughs> right? I was thinking the same That's thing. True. <laughs> like yeah. uh, he's already a lost cause. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing, we can't salvage yeah, this like, guy. Keith Lee has levels. There's like he's elite talent. It's like having Kobe Bryant. You're coaching Kobe Bryant. You're not gonna let him settle to be just a normal dude. You know what I mean? He's okay. Gotta be. You got to put him in positions to to be that guy, and I think that's why he's being extra hard on Keith Lee, and but, just I guess to almost test him. In my opinion, I don't know if that's the case, but that's what I see from him kind of being constructive. And Otis and the other guys, you can see why they need help. Like Dabo needs a lot of help. He's um, one of the ones that are going down there too, right? Right, yeah. Dabo and Otis. Um, one but, of those is yeah. not like the other though. I could see what you're saying, but that'd be like sending Kobe Bryant, Mad Dog. And Luke Walton down to the same performance center to get training, like one is not like the other. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And maybe it's just him pushing a button. Who knows? But I think that's the problem with a lot of people's response to like any sort of constructive criticism. Like nobody's uh, um, afraid. Nobody should be afraid of getting like uh, you know constructive criticism at all. Oh, I no. think it should be an opportunity, and I hope Keith Lee looks at it like that too. If I can grow in anything, I, I'm more than appreciative of it. Right. Um, and, yeah, maybe maybe Vince does see something that he has maybe a hole in his game. I don't see it. Um, but, I don't know, maybe Vince is more in touch with the with the business than I am. Maybe that's just what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe there's something, like, in the last couple of matches, I haven't really broke down Keith Lee's move by move. And maybe there's something that Vince sees that, you know, most most of us don't see. So, who knows, hopefully. 
yeah, he's a he's a great talent, and um, I don't see it as a bad thing going back to the performance center. Any help is good help, and um, if it helps him be be a better wrestler, then I'm all for it. And um, I'm not saying he needs it, <clears throat> but I'm also saying that he doesn't need it. So, you know, anything is good for him, and uh, I'm glad to see at least there's something that they see that he he needs work on. Mm-hmm. And hey, man, do it, get right. it done. It might be my work. It might be my work. That could be it. Um, geez, Louise. I mean, Raw. Raw's is the same show every week, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. I I've I've given up on I've given up on Raw. I feel like I feel like Dick was smart and got out while he could. Um, I miss it this week. What about that uh, that Fiend feud though? I think it's a pretty good feud. With Randy. Yeah. I think they're doing a good job of it. They had that special effect thing where um, he turns from Braided the Fiend, which you can kind of only do when it's like not a taped show, but you know what I mean when you're there's no fans in there. Yeah, um, I mean I don't I don't know why Alexa would be like a weak point for him. He literally just got her like a month ago. Falls hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know that that part doesn't make sense. Um, other than that, I mean, you have I, the, the Randy Orton thing. I, I feel like it's so weird because he goes from like feud to feud to feud to feud. It's, it's just so many different things with him. They've just he just got back, didn't he? And like, I feel like he's been in like already three feuds this year. Major feuds, too. But yeah, yeah. he deserves that position, though. I think he he's he he kind of he's kind of like the, the gatekeeper of the main event scene, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I see him. And um, I just feel like they dropped the ball with this uh, uh, Braun Strowman and the, the Bray Wyatt thing. I feel like they could have dragged that on a little longer, got a little bit more in deep, like deeper into it, but they kind of gave it up. And I don't know. Now it's Randy Orton. I mean, we've already seen this feud, given this is a different Bray Wyatt. Uh, yeah. But I mean, there's got to be other people a feud than randy orton i feel like randy orton let's just let him have the the rest of the year off and we'll kick off 2021 with randy orton fresh feuds um (laughs) but yeah it's it's literally just the same show every week i can't there's there's not really any bright spots for me to call out on this one same i guess we can move on to like what we really want to talk about uh (laughs) we can talk about wednesday or well specifically Kenny and Sting, I guess. Again. Well, bef- before we get there, I got to talk about what happened on Tuesday. Oh my god! The big one of the biggest bait and switches I've ever been delivered and got got suckered for. They made me watch Impact Wrestling. Well, they made me watch that segment on YouTube the day after, but I still would, wouldn't <laughs> normally do that. Um, I watched it and I literally was got to the end of it and I was like, wait. They told us on Wednesday to tune in on Tuesday, so on Tuesday they could tell us to tune in on Wednesday. Am I, am I missing anything? That pretty was pretty much, much it. Pretty much it. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, man? <laughs> they got me. They that got me. That, that's like that you, that's your classic <laughs> circus sideshow fucking um, snake promoter. Come on, paid three dollars. Watch, watch the bearded lady wrestle the alligator, and then I get in there. It's just like a lady with like a glued-on beard and a little tiny alligator. It's like that 
that guy with the the one dollar. Oh, you, you almost had it. <laughs> He's like out there with like a megaphone, like step on up. Can you out wrestle the the strong man? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, super carny move that they pulled on us. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm excited to see where we're gonna go with it. it yes, this is maybe part of making Kenny a heel is not giving us what we want. I said it after I watched Wednesday. I was like, well, next week they got to tell us something. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go on and don't tell us anything again. Well, he, I, they posted a thing with the machine gun, right? And he's talking to him. So I don't know, man. I mean, there's a lot to, to go on. There's a lot of the bullet old bullet club right there. So I I feel like AEW is kind of reaching the peak on actions. There's a oh, lot. 100%. There's already man. been a lot. And now you're going to add another promotion to the mix to kind of mix it up. This is one thing I will say. For as much shit as Byron gives AEW, at least they're trying stuff. It's not like I watch AEW I'm like, this is the same show I watched last week. What the hell am I watching? I'm going to stop watching this. They're actually trying new things, whether it's good or bad. It's actually something new. I admire that. I admire that part of it, and only because they have to, right? They have to try to get a leg up or offer something different. Yeah. Well, I don't think but they I have think, to, but they yeah, they, they want the to. On this one, uh, that Tuesday night thing was awful. I was so mad at myself for even watching it. I mean, live. I had to fucking watch what's his face, Josh Matthews, in a trailer. That guy is the worst, dude. Literally the worst. And like, I, like and I'm not just talking about. The... I hate his commentary work. Like, no, I think he is a shit person. I think he's a garbage person. I think he's a smug, arrogant asshole. <laughs> wow. I don't like this guy. Change my mind. I, I Come at me, bro. I think you're you're there with a lot of other people too. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful promo, even from Kenny. And I love Kenny. You know, I'm the one of the biggest Kenny marks. I root for him. Uh, but dude, he's fucking up right. Now. I don't like where it's going. I hope it's kind of corny and cheesy. If I, you know what they need, they need a Vince to be like, hey, you need to go to the performance center and practice your promos, <laughs> or get a writer, because, dude, for as much in ring capabilities that man has, and he's probably top five in ring, um, top three maybe, but like his promo work is not it. <laughs> it's pretty much not it. I'll respectfully disagree with you. Um, I I I think I could watch. I'd rather watch a uh, Kenny Omega promo over half of the people in WWE. You, well, I hope so because he's Kenny fucking Omega. Yeah, he can't, that's he's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there he he's held to a different standard, and his standard is starting to be dropped. Like to me, yeah. I mean, I wasn't a fan of them basically saying what they said the night before on Impact on AEW the next night. I was not a fan of that. I don't think it has anything to do with Kenny not being able to deliver a promo. I think it has to do with them stalling and not really wanting to tell us everything that's happening. I feel like something big is on on the horizon. We might find out come New Year's. Um, but this this I'll agree with you. This was kind of a miss. Not a giant miss. This was a foul ball. This wasn't a swing and a miss. This was just a foul ball. Right. And like to kind of piggyback on what you guys said, it's dope that they're trying to wrestle with different organizations. But it almost makes it seem like it's minor leagues. You just 
you just wrestle like a it's a tier below because you know triple a is great and all but you send me that highlight but wrestling people from impact and all that like who cares you're wrestling just jump if you're beating jobbers who gives a shit it's like a minor league player dominating in a shittier league that's what it just seems like <laughs> right now i'm like oh we gotta he's find a way to elevate this he's the collector so i wouldn't doubt that he's gonna try and collect a little bit more along with impact hmm Chris Bay's the champ, right? Chris Bay? Who, who is the champion? Chris Bay or some shit? I hope it's Chris Bay and not like... Uh, you know what? It's it's uh, Eric Young. Oh, my God. That's that's a total downgrade for Kenny Omega to be wrestling Eric Young. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's dope idea, and uh, but, like, it, I kind of think it devalues the brand of, like, focus on what you they have. They, they have a lot of good wrestlers in AEW. This needs to be it, the stepping stone for them to start working with New Japan. Right. That's the only caliber. That's the caliber of talent they should be working with. Absolutely. I agree. You know, the crazy thing is, is I was reading this on Reddit and everyone was saying that I don't, you know, I don't think they'll ever work with, uh, with New Japan because the night that they announced that they were leaving New Japan, they started AEW or like they, they were doing their AEW show. So I don't think they're ever going to work with them. Same thing with ROH. They literally took everything from ROH. So I don't see them ever working with either one of those two. Um, so yeah. Well, New Japan. based out of New Japan was West in a was under different management at the time. True that 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 is that is true. But I don't know. It's 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 one thing because like I they they took quite a bit from them, and I don't I feel like it's it's a huge step for New Japan to you know kind of bend the knee to them just to get in the the US market again. Um, well, I think it's a it's a win-win for both of them though. I think if AEW can get New Japan's name brought to a mainstream audience on TNT and they could do some kind of talent exchange, I think it's a win-win for both. It, it 100% is, but you got to remember how how the, the bridge that they broke with New Japan. So it's kind of no, this is business, baby. We're trying to make money. We're not here to hold grudges. Let's send Sting to New Japan. Get that New <laughs> Japan pop for Sting. What promoter is going to say no? Ibushi versus Sting. I mean, I don't want to see a match, but just let me let me see Sting come come out in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be major. That'd be so major. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it probably would. It definitely would. So, I mean, people that are that are saying, oh, no, the, the New Japan has a sour taste in their mouth because of what the buck said. New Japan wants to make money. So what? They're still it's not like they're hurting for for money. It's not like you know what I mean? It's not like they're hurting for talent. New Japan is stacked no matter how if, if the young bucks come or go. They still have a giant roster full of top tier superstars. Wrestlers, and they're great, I keep at, they're great at, uh, at creating superstars. Exactly, superstars. exactly. Something that, um, you know, all the other companies can't do. No one is on the same level as New Japan as far as building talent. E- and I include a- AEW when I say that. Um, yes. Like, I mean, FTR. FTR came in off of the WWE with a lot of hype, and I feel like now they're just another tag team in AEW, and I don't like that. Yeah, they dropped the belt on them uh, pretty quickly. Um, I don't know why they did that. I feel like they should have kept the belts on them a little longer and kind of like stretched out this Young Bucks and FTR thing. Yeah, stretch but... that shit, dude. 
<laughs> they, but they uh they they pulled the pulled the trigger on that a little quick. Um, what else happened on AEW? Um, the, the Sting storyline. We can yeah. talk about that. Let, let's let's talk about it. Still no answers on that either. Yeah. What the hell? Miss. That's yeah. another foul ball. Yeah, that was that was weird too because it was just a love fest with like WCW love fest almost. I'm like, what? Like, just be yeah. WCW already. You might as well at this point. You know what? <laughs> we got it out of our system. Now let's move forward. Okay. We gave people that moment. Now we're now let's do it. I'm excited the idea of Darby, Darby and Sting maybe tagging, or at least maybe like a mentor kind of deal. It is confusing too because. The, the week before when he made his big debut, he was a silent, tough guy, badass, right? The, the crow wannabe. That, the, that, that version of Sting. And then th- this week was like, like not goofy Sting, but like real friendly and talky. TNA Sting. Like, so that was a weird shift in character in such a week when you're, I'm like, what? You came out with the bat looking all cool, like a badass. And then this week you're hugging Shivani for 35 minutes. So like, what is going on? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I will say this, though. They made the paint fit into his hairline now. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was an upgrade. I'll give him that. That too. was a big upgrade, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, can, can we up. maybe fill they, in the the top part of your 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 paint? They they saw the error in their ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what he did? He went to Dustin and Dustin hooked him up with like makeup t- tips. <laughs> I got you, brother. <laughs> I got you, dog. Um. Let's see. Yeah, that feud. I'm not. I don't know where it's going. And uh, I like the comparison with uh, Darby. He goes, "That's where I used to be. I used to be that guy." And um, I, I like the whole Darby. Um, in the rafters. <clears throat> yeah. Darby in the rafters, all, all alone. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I thought I liked it, and then I liked his whole promo too, uh, with Darby, where he was doing the ink blot, uh, Rorschachs. I must have missed that part. Yeah, he's doing the Rorschachs, and like there was a like one like just like this, and he compared it to uh, um, Cage, and he was like, "Oh, that's you know a brute, you know this and that." And I've seen these type of guys; I can handle them. And this it was really funny. It was a cool uh, gimmick. Okay. Promo. Okay. But I liked it. Um. So <clears throat> I'm gonna say AW was good. Couple misses, uh, a couple foul balls, but I mean I'm still I'm hopeful. I'm 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 not I'm not giving up on them. I'm not gonna talk too much shit. We'll um, talk about this. <laughs> and anything happened on NXT? Oh my gosh, Shaq. <laughs> yeah, man, come on. Oh yeah, Shaq was on the show too. I forgot. Uh, that face. Segment too. What segment is that, dude? I was like, what? <laughs> His face, dude. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's sports entertainment right there, right there. If I ever seen it. I mean, he's not making any matches, so. I know, not yet. I, I thought. <laughs> they kind of dropped the ball on this one because Brandy threw the water in his face and he looked at the camera and then it was straight to commercial. That's it. Right. Uh, Nothing else. That was it. Yeah. I was like, what? See, I feel like this is kind of like, um, not, they're not having these people come in to be like, you're a part of the show. Like this is maybe more cross promotion between inside the NBA and, um, trying to tie in some synergy between the other shows that are on the TNT. Um, right. So I don't, when people are like, oh, Shaq's part of AEW, he's going to have a match. Like, uh, no, he's just trying to promote his own shit that's also on TNT. That's what I got out of it. 
a little guest spot. You see it all the time on Mexican TV shows. You know, they 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 cut to a they they have like a girl in a thong bikini in one segment, and then they cut to a Colgate commercial on the show, not in a commercial break, but just like Bienvenidos aquí con Colgate, and then they cut back to the girl in the bikini. That that's just what Mexican TV shows do. And I, I'm not mad at it. That girl in the bikini is always usually really ridiculously hot. It's usually like a Sofia Vergara looking lady. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, NXT. Anything? Anything happen on NXT? Oh, Karrion Cross beat the shit out of Damian Priest, and we're trying to find out. Oh, this is, I guess, a good topic because there's a bunch of contenders trying to go at Finn for the title. Uh, I don't know who I want to see. Well, I, I know who I want to see, but I'm curious to see who you guys think should be Finn's next feud because you have Kylo who came out to challenge him. You have, um, what do you call it? Pete Dunn and Damian Priest. And of course, you got to keep in mind the guy he took the title from. Not really, but like took over for. So I'm curious who you guys want to see uh, Finn face next. I love this. I, I love the idea that everyone is gunning. Everyone wants to be the champion. You know, right. you, you have Raw and SmackDown. No one wants to be champion. You know what I mean? Other than Randy Orton and um, <laughs> whoever fights Roman Reigns. Um, where in NXT, you have Finn Balor, like you have all these contenders, and I hope they don't go the route of let's make it a fatal five-way match and blow off all these potential feuds we have in one match. This right. should this should just maybe have a have a tournament, number one contenders, something. Um, you can run this for for months if you want to, before actually someone actually faces Finn. Finn is the final boss, right? Like right. Yeah. Finn is the final boss. Have these guys fight each other to get to him. The Elite Four-esque, you know? You get to the end of Pokemon, you got to go through the Elite Four first, and then you get to Giovanni. That's true. Um, I'm ranting they, this this episode. I'm just fired up. They they got they got some they got the show coming up at the end of the year, so I wonder if they're gonna pull off pull the trigger on Finn fighting that that weekend. They they might have to. That, that that'll be. He hasn't fought in forever because of his injury. So they got to do maybe the rematch, Karrion Cross and uh, you Finn think Balor. So? You think that's the first one? I think he should go Pete Dunn. I think Pete Dunn has earned a spot, or at least a triple threat with Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunn, and Finn as the main event because you don't want Finn to lose it quite yet. I think Cross is probably going to be the one who's going to take that belt from him. I say you can have him beat Cross again, and then let Cross go and feud, and then come back and then circle back to the to the championship while Finn runs feuds with all these other guys. I think that's the way to go. Because Cross is going to be a beast, right? And he was already um, the yeah. champ. He was already the champ. He'd be Keith Lee. He was already the champ. He didn't lose it, right? He didn't lose it technically. Um, let him go and you know fuck up, fuck around with uh, Damian Priest for a little bit. I saw that match is going to be hard hitting, and that's something that's going to get me to want to tune in. And that and sounds that sounds like New Year's Evil, Evil to me, right? TikTok, right. it makes it all it all ties together. We're at a time. We're at a time for twenty twenty. Yep. <laughs> it just it writes itself, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, other than that, don't really know uh, what else. Gargano's new new gimmick is cool. I think we talked about that a little bit bit earlier. How he's yeah. like that weasel guy. I'm a fan of that little worm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about it. Um, we'll we'll give you guys better anal analyzation of NXT next week. Um, because I feel like a lot of these shows are kind of in a holding pattern. Um. One you wouldn't expect to be in a holding pattern would be SmackDown. They got TLC coming next Sunday. 
Um, so go home shows coming up next week. Did you guys catch any of SmackDown? Yeah, the Roman Reigns thing, dude. He's so money, dude. So money. This is I'm the guy. This is the guy that was getting booed out of every building he touched. Every time he wanted to say something, they were giving him shit dialogue. And look what when you give him the freedom to kind of be himself and not try to sell T-shirts and suck up to kids, you get a bona fide badass that we all are enjoying now. And it's not like I'm like, oh, I, I enjoy I enjoy heel wrestlers. You, It's just they neuter their baby faces so much. They're not interesting. They're not fun to watch. At least Roman Reigns is giving me all the bang for the buck. He's, he's clearly the best thing in wrestling right now, like all of wrestling. Um, there's no better, bigger star. Um, damn, I wish there was a live crowd, too. If you asked me last year, Roman Reigns, what do I think about him? I would say he's the worst. Easily. Yeah. He, he's garbage. They can't do anything for him. There's nothing they can write for him that would make him interesting. But who would have thought in 2020, this guy is killing it, killing it on the mic with uh, uh, Paul Heyman. This you know, is the Jay Roman Uso. that we wanted. This is the Roman that we all knew he was capable of doing, but they just weren't giving it to us. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, and it, yeah. It really came at the right time, too, because during this pandemic, he kind of saved, like, not just WWE. I think wrestling in general gave us <laughs> something to, like, whoa, like, big moment. Like, yeah, that's, a- that's for sure. And um, this feud with uh, Kevin Owens, I, got, I get the feeling Kevin is not going to win this match. And it kind of sat. Hell no. He's, He's not, not winning this match. This match. No. And uh, it sucks because his promo work as of late has been so damn good. He's so good on the mic, and he's so good in ring. And uh, this match that he's going to have next Sunday is going to be so dope. It's kind of hard for the undercard guys to get over um, and be a champion when you have Roman Reigns sitting there because no one's touching Roman Reigns for a while. Not for a year. Not till, dude, I, I don't think he loses till maybe not this mania, but the mania after next until there's a crowd. He's gonna he's gonna feud with Goldberg. I'm hearing there's that'd there's rumbling. That'd be a good body to get. Right? They're talking I shit think. to each other. Let Goldberg do his match for the year. Um, fuck it's it. Perfect use of Goldberg too. Yeah, I mean they've he's already called him out and be like you you know you 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 were too scared to fight me at WrestleMania. You went home, um, and he stole my move and um and then Roman's just like uh. You don't tell me who's next. You know what? You're next. I'll tell you when you're next, <laughs> uh, which is awesome. Sign me yeah. up. Um, I want to see people be these larger than life characters and not just, you know, spouting dialogue that Vince likes. I don't know. That's yeah, because we were talking about this earlier, me and Andrew. Um, I think that this is one thing that WWE kind of hits the mark, like doesn't hit the mark on. It's like. This is the only thing that WWE has. Really? Is the Roman Reigns thing. Everything else is garbage right now. And that's the thing that's good about AEW is they have so many storylines that are very interesting. Maybe some of them don't hit the mark, but they're still interesting. Everyone's doing something. want to watch. Yeah. I just watched the Young Bucks versus TH2. TH2 should be a prominent tag team. They should be non-jobbers. But you know what? They gave the Young Bucks a run for their money because anyone is capable of winning a match in AEW. It's not you don't have jabronis. You don't want, obviously there's guys that lose, you know, like a Brandon Cutler, 
Um, he hasn't won. Has he won? He's no. won one match. <laughs> um, and I maybe that's by design, but at least people, everyone kind of seems like a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have Eddie Kingston going out there and fighting Lance Archer, and you're like, dude, Lance Archer to destroy him, but they're keeping it, you know, where they're kind of on even playing field. It's not like a squash match every time Lance Archer comes out. Eddie yeah. Kingston came out with some like dirty-looking jeans and a weird <laughs> fitted sweater. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's got to work on that look, I think, a little bit. Yeah, just a little, man. Come on now. There's costumes back there. Go find one. <laughs> Maybe something that doesn't accentuate the uh, the dad bod. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer uh, does it. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer did it well with those <laughs> black pants, like karate pants. Yeah. He hides the knee braces and everything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you'd never know they were there. <laughs> uh, one thing we didn't talk about was Big E. Oh, Did you guys yeah. see Paul Heyman talking up Big E on Talking Smack? Yeah, that shit's money, man. Paul Heyman can make anybody a star, and like Big Big E should be. They'll probably be the IC champion within this year. I don't think it's time for him to get Roman yet, but build make him that mid card the, the the working title, you know guy and then see where he goes from there yeah i think he's on his way he's on his way for sure he's got new music he's got the chalk again um biggie has big things ahead of him and uh i'm excited for it i, I was wondering what's the deal with him and uh and um uh graves is there like a few is there something like like feudy between them because I, he had his jacket and he just chucked it at him he's been doing that for months <laughs> Dude, it was so funny. I was like, dang, dude, this guy's mad. <laughs> it's like a gimmick at this point. I think he's, he's trying just, to get a reaction from him or something. He's trying to make Corey corpse or something on, on, on air. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was, that, that was funny. But uh, I that, that Paul Heyman did that not too long ago with Kevin Owens, and they had the little talk on uh was it like talking smack or something, right? Right. And um it, dude, Paul Heyman is so good and that that hype promo that he gave Big E is so good. And he everything he was talking about was 100% true. And uh, I, I'm excited for what the future holds for Big E because, dude, he should be a, a title contender. You know, he's got the talent. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's great. He has a lot of potential. Uh, one thing that we, we, we should talk about, at least as far as women go, Carmella and Sha- Sasha Banks. This is just like a little stepping stone, right? I don't know how Carmella doesn't wrestle for seven months and automatically gets a title shot at TLC. Don't know how that worked out. But are you guys into this at all? Only the fact that we know that there's no chance in hell Carmella's going to win the title. At least I don't. I think, That's why I'm into it. I feel like there's a pretty big chance she wins the title. That'd be nuts. I mean, The company loves her. The company yeah, loves her. Troll booking. troll booking to the max. Yeah, that's troll booking for sure. That's what I would think. Yeah. Uh, but you know, next week we'll we'll have TLC predictions. Um, do you guys have anything else? I feel like we're kind of done with everything, right? I think we're good. We pretty much touched everything. I short and sweet. I think we we touched the things that we need to touch on. Um, you know, press F to send respects to Dick. Mm -hmm. Um, ooh, is that that natural GIF? Yep, choosy moms. Yeah, I that's that's like my go to is is natural natural crunchy GIF. Oh, so good. So good. Um, and it's it's good protein for you. If, if, if you I don't know. Anyways. 
Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week, guys, with uh, a whole nother episode. Uh, the Christmas is coming, guys, so make sure you go and pick out your favorite Put Me Over merchandise for, you know, the little elf in your life, if you will. My name is Andrew Gomez. You've been listening to the Put Me Over podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode. Don't forget, we are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcast. And we will see you 